How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 19 of the Chi Town Pod. Today, we're going to be talking about the Cubs and other big news around the MLB. How are we doing, Tom? Uh, it's, been, it's been a good day. Long, of course. No nap, though. No nap. I took a nap today. I'm not going to lie. So on Fridays, I have like a long day. It, I have to wake up at 8.15, which is pretty brutal because I have recitations from like 9 to 1, which are all in a row. So yeah, I'm just kind of hauling ass all day, and then I after that, after that, got home, played, dabbled in some Power World, dabbled in some Power World, baby. <laughs> and then I went to the gym with my roommate. Oh, we're here. It, it was a good day, though. There you go. Yeah. What'd you do today? I did the same thing. I wake up at eight fifteen every day. Ugh. Um, went to class this morning, got some lunch, then went to my second class. Did a little bit, little bit of homework in between there. And then I lifted, hit it, hit arms today. Electric, 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 baby. Fun day, of course. Um, I had two math quizzes. Oh, yeah, two math quizzes today. Cause like I was out, so I had like I'm every quiz Friday. I'm like taking two, just yeah. to catch up. Absolute breeze. <laughs> Love to hear that, baby. Yeah, it's dude. The math is so easy. <laughs> uh, what Wait, is it? Who this? Well, hold on, time out. It's it's definitely easy when you got cats as one of your answer for a math question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, okay, but like over the mic, like I wasn't even like putting thought into it, and like at, when you sit down and like actually look at it, it's really easy. Which makes I, sense. Makes I mean, sense. I finished two quizzes in about ten minutes, so cannot relate at all with easy math, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's my first math I'm taking in college, though, so it only gets worse from here <laughs> that, that is true <laughs> <I saw. laughs> that is very true yeah but well let's yeah. let's start it off with the the big news of the day yesterday is the baltimore orioles just completely solidified themselves as a favorite in the al east with acquiring corbin burns from the milwaukee brewers for joey joey ortiz dl hall and the 34th pick in the mlb draft I think they were already favorites before this. I but, would agree with you, but I think this is like this really set yeah, them apart from everyone else. They're like in a different tier. Yeah. Like I just talked about this in the TikTok, but I, I this is my like standing prediction is Orioles, Yankees, Mariners, Blue Jays, Red Sox. Mariners? Yeah, number three. Mariners. Oh my oh I am so oh my god, I am tweaking. <laughs> I am so sorry. Raise, raise. I just don't like, worry. I get them confused all the time too. I don't. They're like too. Like I mean, they're literally in the most opposite direction you can be. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I just I tweaked. Oh, I, I wonder so if I said hilarious. that in the TikTok. I don't know. I don't think you did. I don't, I, don't, I, think I, did. I don't know why I just thought of the Mariners, but it's so funny. It still stands. Razor. Dude, I don't know about the race. They're all, they always find a way. I mean, they're they're obviously no wonder Franco. They got rid of Glass now. I mean, who's there? Who I who they even like sign this off? I don't even like. I don't know. I just trust them so much. They have Low and Lau. I know that for sure. McClanahan. Oh, is he? He had Tommy John though, right? I think so. I don't know if he'll be there. I don't know. The race pulled five guys out of their ass and say, "Here's ninety-five win baseball team." Oh yeah, they all every they, year. I, that's why I just like you know you just you just learn to, it, it's like betting against like like Tom Brady you just don't do it. Exactly. <laughs> you just got to respect the hustle at a certain point. I mean, 
we'll talk about it now, like the impact on the AL East. I, I still think if there's going to be a down year for the Rays, it's this year because I agree with your standings prediction. Just flip the Blue Jays and the Rays. Fair enough. But I, I think the only two playoff teams are going to be Baltimore and they're going to get a bye for sure. In the the What's let me let's, let's look at the just the AL in general and I can kind of like look at it. It's a lot easier to like uh just kind of like envision it. Yeah. All right, America, bro. Just make this easy on me. Come on. All right. I'm just looking at the standings from last year. Um, whoever wins the division in the Central, I I don't think any of the other ones will win wild card or make the wild card. Houston. I mean, and Texas. yeah, we'll go. We'll jump right into the division predictions right now. Then. Okay. I, I will do this for the American League. Then when we talk about the Cubs a little yeah, bit, we'll, we'll do it we'll for do the it. National League. But so Houston and Texas will make the playoffs. So that's one wild card. You get the Yankees as the second wild card. And then like you're battling between Seattle and the Rays and Toronto for the third spot. Yeah. If I honestly, I'm going uh, Seattle. Uh, well, no, wait, am I tweaking? There's four spots. There'd be four. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's only three. Because the, uh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of football. The worst like, the worst division winner has to play in the wild card run. You're right. It is six. Because in football it's seven. But yeah. You're right. Um, okay. But yeah, so it, it it would be between Tampa, Toronto, and Seattle. And I think yeah, I think you're right. I think Seattle uh edges them. Or I, you didn't say that, but I believe that. I guess it kind of works into me bringing up Seattle when I was messing up. Yeah, yeah. But I, mean, I do. That's probably what I was thinking of. 101 wins last year. I think they're like a 103 win team because you replace you replace Kyle Gibson with Corbin Burns. That's a crazy upgrade. <laughs> and I guess like all their young guys just kind of get another year under their belts. Gunnar exactly. Henderson really had a slow start last year, and now he's like kind of. And then he got acclimated. And, and then you're probably gonna get an infusion of talent with. Uh, I would not surprise me if Jackson Holiday's opening day shortstop. I would be a little bit. I think they're gonna wait until like, like I don't know, like June. Obviously, him. you don't want to rush him. I, I they don't need him to be the opening day, but with the incentive to call your guys up, he I might be one of those guys that like you you uh, bring up. At, is August first the deadline? For what? Oh no, you get an extra. You get. I think you get an extra spot. We added Canario last year around. Or no, maybe it was September first. I think it's September, but it wouldn't surprise me if he came up in August because. He could then still qualify for rookie of the year the following year because mm-hmm. I think as long as you're not in the MLB for more than I want to say it's 60 days, you qualify for uh, you still are considered a rookie the next year. 60 days or is it? It's got to be games played. I want to say it's days. That'd be kind of goofy if that's how it works. Okay, so the current standard is you have to have less than 138 yeah, at or 50, 50 innings pitched or 45 days on the active roster. So it's a little, little far off, 15 off. Okay, so it's even less. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. But like Corbin Carroll, I think Corbin Carroll two years ago was. Uh, 
he like barely got it, which is why he was a rookie. Like he had 115 plate appearances okay. two so years ago. That's probably that's probably they'll probably end up calling him up in September then. Yeah. That for, for, I mean, unless he's like absolutely destroying the ball, and like you just like need him up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a win-win. They're they're lucky to have him. <laughs> I think Baltimore runs away with that division. 103 wins. Then I got the Yankees probably around 95. Yeah, I was gonna say like like not like I I I'm I'm having my 92 because I want I I don't know. Yeah, they, I can they, see that. They always 92. just kind of at least lately have been underperforming. But that's the- 92 underperformance, not even that bad. Yeah, yeah. Then Tampa and the Blue Jays hover around 500. Yeah, Toronto just doesn't. Toronto just doesn't move me. I they, mean, they lost one. They're lo- they're most likely going to lose Matt Chapman. They, they they lost him. There's no way they lost Brandon. They they lost Brandon Belt, who had a yeah, great, extremely yeah. under underrated year last year. And then they didn't. What they add? They brought that, back Kiermaier. The guy from was it Cuba? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot like, his name. It is he is from Cuba. That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't move me. No, not at all. Like, I I, I mean I, maybe I could see them sneaking in because I guess the 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 Mariners did trade Robbie Ray. That is true, but he's a giant, right? Yeah. Kind of. I completely forgot that happened. I mean, the AL Central is just such a dumpster fire. AL like, Central. Minnesota's going to run away with the division again. I wouldn't say run away. I, I mean, think Detroit and Cleveland. Detroit could totally make a jump this year. I mean, they need, like, Casey Mize and Jackson Job and their pitchers to make a jump. And another, then they need an, another year of Oracle's Riley Green. Team. They have another yeah. year of Riley Green. Um, I mean, they have school. He's been really good. Like I, Torkelson was good last year, but what, he needs to be yeah, like no, he's a 280, a 35 homer guy, not a 230 homer guy. Wait, why am I looking up school? I'm looking at their Detroit's odds win the division. Because that might be a good bet. To win. The only thing that scares me about the twins is like they didn't do anything. Plus 375. I kind of like I don't know if that's uh, enough value for me. Dude, they're good. I know they're good, but mm, I kind of like it. <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm not going to lie. I don't hate it at all. Oh, man. I don't hate it. So what was their first half and second half record? Because if I'm not mistaken, their second half was a lot better. Uh, You are correct. They made a little push because they finished 78 and 84. I know. They um, played better than expected, though. Their expected win loss was seventy three and eighty nine. So second half, they were thirty one. Cubs were expected to win ninety games last year. I know, that's crazy. We'll get to them in a minute, but damn. yeah, every time you like looked at um like on the MLB app, it's like they're expect they had their expected win total. Bro, the Cubs are like expected okay. to be World Series champions. Here you every go. Year. Um, the overall, so they were thirty five and forty six. At at the end of the first half, so thirty five and forty six, and they had seventy eight wins, so they won forty three games. F- so that forty wait wait thirty five. Oh yeah, wait thirty yeah thirty five and forty six. So yeah, so eight, they won forty three games. The second half. 
This is true. Um, so that's an eight win difference. Above five hundred, the second half. Eight, two wait, games. so they were they won forty three. Forty three and forty one the second half. I don't think that's right. I think it's forty three and thirty eight. Uh yeah. No, thirty nine. No. We we suck. It's been <laughs> a long week, man. <laughs> um, but drastic improvement is hundred percent. Our math is not what depicts <laughs> if they improve yeah. or not. It's, it's obvious if you look at it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's kind of like almost like it's last. Kind of bad. They've also like added a, a good chunk of dudes, but they also lost uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. That is true. But I mean, it's kind of easy to plug and play pitchers there because their park is so pitcher friendly. Their park is huge. Yeah. Well, back to back to this trade. We kind of got off on a little not a side tangent because we had it set up, but I I mean I know he only had one year left, but I feel like Small this package. is really light for a, a perennial Cy Young candidate. I mean, Deal Hall will be good for them. Deal Hall's good, but I don't know. I mean, or... Joey Ortiz is okay, but that's a defense. I for I, I think they're gonna move Adamas. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how true it is, but there's a rumor that the Dodgers are trying to get Adamas and Williams. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, that'd be nice. I, I, I like, would like for them to go to the A elbow. I feel like Adamas always kills us. Adamas does always kill us. Always it's a home run. It's always a three-run homer, too. It's never yeah. a solo shot. Left center. <laughs> for everyone who's confused, you can trade comp picks in the MLB. Yeah, it's kind of a weird rule. It, it, it actually sucks for the Cubs because they will never, ever even sniff a comp pick like that. Why? Because they're a big market. You get those picks for being a small market. Okay. It's supposed to. I mean, there's a. Re, it's a competitive balance. Well, okay, pick. but if we have one of our first round, I'm pretty sure if we have one of our first round picks, and they just don't sign. We get one. But I don't yeah, know. Why, I don't, don't know why they trade that pick. Like the only picks you can trade are the picks you get for being a tiny market. Interesting. Did not know that. Kind of weird. I don't know. This is the first time I've ever seen a draft pick in a trade that I can remember. I want to say there was one last year. I think something. I think the Braves traded for one. But um, no. I just I think they'll move Adamas just because like okay, why are you gonna tra- you are obviously yeah, trying why to are you it, going for Joey Ortiz? Obviously they're making a young younger movement and tra- like like it's gonna be like a soft rebuild because they already got some guys. It's I mean. Joey Ortiz is already 25. Five. That's why I don't like it doesn't really move me. I mean, he'll be 26 in July. So I, it's not a crazy trade. 34th pick is pretty valuable, though. That's true. We'll see. Who, I mean, that I've, honestly I've, could be the biggest piece. Obviously, it's a crapshoot, but I mean. Especially with baseball. You never know. Yeah. I mean, you could have the number one overall pick doesn't even pan out. Like. Probably pans out maybe like 60% of the time, 70% of the time. Like exactly. Every other sport's probably like 95, 90. Not uh, like hockey, not so much. Basketball, I'll think, yeah. I think just like basketball and football. Football for sure. But yeah, I mean, it, it is what he only had one year of control left, which is the problem. Exactly. I hope the Orioles don't re sign him because I really want the Cubs to sign him. Yeah, it, may, it just make, makes sense too. I think Woodruff will just end up being a Cub. I don't he, like. Has he, he? I don't think he signed no, yet. He hasn't. I don't know like what he's gonna do. I I mean, there was a report that he was gonna sign like a two year deal, 
So he rehabs this year and then pitches next year. It should be like a two year with like an option, like a team option for the third. I, I that would that's probably the best deal. It would make for, sense for it for the Cubs if they were to go after him. Yeah. But like you said, this trade totally signifies that the the it, it's Brewers like, are entering a soft rebuild. Okay, they already have like like okay, they already have Jackson Cheerio, they have Weimer, they have uh Turang, Monastery Monastery is pretty young. Yeah, soft relic. I mean they have some younger guy. Their pitching needs to kinda of hit the fountain of youth, but really it's Freddie Peralta. How he's not even that young. I mean his oh he had like some crazy like yeah, I think he got extended actually. I don't know. He always owns the Cubs too. But I mean, Aaron Ashby's kind of young. They just hey, got DL Hall. Freddie Peralta's 27. I mean, I know it's not old, but old. But by the time they're ready, oh, Aaron Ashby's 26. Part of me feels like he got extended. I don't know why. I feel like I saw that. Uh, second. Uh, I think like. Everyone's freaking out on Twitter. They're like, the, the Brewers are going to call some pitcher up, and he's okay. going to be some random guy, and he's going to be a Cy Young candidate. A lot of people forget the mastermind behind all of that was Craig Council, who's now the manager of the Cubs. Yeah, um, he, so he he had like a really like team-friendly extension back a while ago. That, that's why. Yeah, it was five years, 15. Oh, wow. It's really yeah. team-friendly. And then he has club options in 25 or 26, so obviously they'll pick that up for 8 mil. For sure, but yeah, I mean, I like it's a great deal. But by like by the time they're like ready to compete again, because they'll probably be like not this year, obviously, but like maybe like next maybe year they could they could win like eighty games, and then and then the year after that is twenty six. I guess yeah, he could help, but you know, I don't know. There's a three team race in the central this year. They're a weird in a weird spot. I don't. <laughs> The Reds just don't never move me. Like, I'm telling you, Tom. If if I, I well, I mean, I, three team race. We'll do the NL division predictions right now. If I had to pick a division winner right now, not based on any rumors or free agents, I'm Cardinals. probably going to pick the Reds. I'd take the Cardinals. The Cardinals just, pitching staff is so bad. Everyone's yeah, but like, they're all Sunday great. The average age of their pitchers is like 36. Their offense is just this is very good. And I really last year they needed guys to eat innings and they just didn't have them. And I mean, they're going to have to win games like 9 to 8 consistently. I like yes, but I I do like I hate to say it, but I think like obviously I want the Cubs to win the division. I mean, it really just depends if Cubs sign Belly and Chapman I, I would I would take the Cubs win the division. I think even one of those, the Cubs are probably the division favorite. I I think they'll land. I think it's like very good chance they land one. I think Belly inevitably will be a Cub, but I think Chapman's going to go to the Giants. It's just like I agree with you. It just like sometimes you see like a player and you're like he's like a giant. He's a giant. Like, like he's also just, played in the Bay before with Oakland. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it just seems right. I'd rather him be a. I mean, like you could totally see him as a Cub though, but. I could. We'll talk about him in a second too. Yeah. Um. But that's kind of what it is with us. I mean, we kind of our rotation's pretty similar. Just you replace Stroman with Imanaga. Yeah. And then you have the same guys. I guess Wicks probably be, well. He'll probably be our five, right? Most likely, or uh, have... he might. Honestly, Wicks could start the year in AAA. 
I don't know. I think he's ready to. I, he pitched well last year. He he did. He did for sure. Changeup's gross. His changeup's disgusting. Um, I'm trying to think. We have Steele, Imanaga, Hendo, Wicks. Oh yeah, I, I that's who I was forgetting. And then who would who would start over Wicks in the fifth spot? They might want to put Assad back in there. Give Wesneski another chance. I feel no. I feel like Wesneski is a pen guy at this point. But I feel like I, I you could argue Assad. Problem is Wesneski can't get lefties out. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> his like I don't even like his, he has the stuff. Yeah. His fastball must be like flat. That has to be the problem. Well, I think one of the problems it, it was the opposite actually. He started to run a little more last year. So it's running right into the barrel of left-handed yeah. uh, batters. It's like that's like weird. I, I I always find it funny how like Mark Leiter like is better against lefties. It's because of his no, uh, I no, I I know, but it's just weird how that works. Reverse guy, yeah. I don't like. It, in, it's funny. Ross didn't even like realize that either. Uh nah. Leiter was a lefty specialist for sure. No, it's def- the, not not at the start of the year, 100%. No, no. no. I mean, the, the front office it, didn't. They non-tendered him, and then he signed a minor league deal. I know. It took it took Ross forever to figure out, figure that out. Apologize for the beeping, if anyone can hear that. Because it's, like, very, like... I don't little. know what's going on outside my apartment. Um, The problem last year was Ross used the same three guys out yeah, of the bullpen. They were cooked. Like, it was, it was light, or four guys. Lighter, Alzale... Uh, Merriweather, Mer- Merriweather, and then if if they were winning by a lot or losing by a lot, it was Jose Quas. Yeah. I mean, okay. it felt like Jose Quas. I felt so bad game. for that guy. He's like, I I really like him. I I think he's gonna be the seventh inning guy as long as he can control the walk. I could agree. Yeah, no, that's literally what's all that's what's holding him back. Because he's his stuff stuff is, stuff is there. He has a he's a really nice like delivery. I mean, he's funky. Yeah, that's what you need. Like I was watching a pod today, and they were talking about like how hater he's so good because he like looks like he's gonna come in like Chris Sale, then he comes over top. Yeah, and it's it's like he doesn't pitch like that, but I'm just saying like that's the biggest thing is like hiding the ball and like and they were saying like as long like when these guys like train to face you, like they're not training to face a guy that starts here and then ends here. I mean, even with all the the technology, it's. It's impossible when you have that weird delivery. Yeah, to like, to, to get that on a pitching machine. Like yeah. they they'll be able to recreate your pitches or whatever. The only way you get that is if you have a guy like that on your team. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I really I don't know. I if we want to if we want to talk if we want to talk about the pan we can. Like, uh, I think I put it in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like. Now, like this year, we have like we have some guys, and I think it'll, it it could definitely be a strength, especially with Council. Like, I think we need one more arm, like preferably a left-hander, like to be elite. Is what to you're be saying? elite? Like the pen is good. If we rolled into the season right now with the current pen, I yeah, wouldn't I'd say be mad. Strength. I'd say it, yeah, I'd say it's probably on the pushing up against the strength. But also at the same time, if it's let's say the starters out in the fifth inning, and you're up by one, I'm not feeling like all right, the game's over. Well, I mean, I feel like no team is in that spot. I feel like the Brewers last year, if you were down going into the 
fifth and sixth inning. I feel like yeah, I, I, I'd agree with the sixth, but the fifth is because like I, I'm saying you're starting the sixth, sixth. Oh, innings, okay. Like the pitcher went five innings and he got pulled. All right, fair enough. Because yeah. that the sixth inning, the sixth and the seventh is where I'm like, I don't know who you're gonna throw there. Probably like, like Merriweather, probably. It, it probably at Neris or Hector Hector Neris. I don't know. I think he'll be. I think he'll be the setup guy. And then I was. I think he's the eighth. But it bumps everyone down. It's like adding like what adding Jamer Candelario to the lineup last year. Everybody yeah, moved every, down a slot. Yeah, it'd probably go so obviously like closer Alzale, setup man Neris or Neris. I don't. I'm starting to like. Catch on Thomas me. and I. We we have no clue. I, I think it's Neris. I think it's Neris, but. I, mean, I want to say it's Neris, but I could also see it being Neris. Um, Who knows? We'll see. We'll we'll roll with Neris for now. Yeah. Um. If you're listening, which we know you're not, apologies. What? Oh. <laughs> oh, I was like, I, I was like, who is he talking to? Yes, because Hector Neris is watching the Shytown pod. Hey man, he signed and he immediately switched his profile to Cubs stuff. Bro was like, oh dude, oh my Cub, bro, I gotta watch a Shytown pod Shytown on Friday, pod, baby. Dude, let's see what they say about me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Seventh, like I mean, the seventh you have lighter, you have like it's like a mix of like lighter, Merriweather, Quas, really whatever. That those are the guys you kind of put like that. I mean, Quas is better than them, but he's not like miles ahead better than them. I think the biggest thing is Quas is probably more talented, but he's not. Trusted yet, if that makes Not sense. Consistent. I mean, Watts like, when like... Merriweather came in, you felt pretty good that you were going to get out of that inning clean. Remember how bad he was at the start of the year? That was also partly on Ross. I think Ross actually obliterated his confidence when he, he just let Merriweather. It was the first. He's let him finish. Yeah, he's let him finish the inning. I. They probably went around the order one and a half times. I was. Thinking I think they scored like seven runs. There was a third game in series. Yeah, it was bad. I was like, what are you doing, Ross? The game is not over. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. so happy he's gone. Like, Ross is a great person, but what a, a terrible manager. I wouldn't say terrible, He, but he was not good. There's worse. His lineup construction, terrible. Bullpen management, terrible. I don't know. The mor- the mor- really. I mean, the mor- he, was a, he was a good morale no, But guy. the morale was so high. It was. Can't argue with that. Yeah, when was there ever a problem? They were always just like loving it. That is true. Which is that's really important, especially with baseball. Good vibes, you know. It's kind of like a mental game. So, yeah, yeah. That's why I wish we he could say as a bench coach, but he would never do it. But the thing is, like, Council's not going to be as like I want to be your best friend. I don't even like know like what his vibe is. Uh, his vibe is he wants to win the damn game, and I think that's gonna rub off. You're just like more serious, serious like like councils from what I've heard okay okay and read. I'm your player. You're putting me in, uh, eighth inning, man on second, one out. We're down by one. What are you saying to me? Do, what am I saying to you? Like, oh, am is, I playing Craig Council? You are Craig Council. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I've never been in this situation. I'd probably be like, or Craig's probably like, let's get it. And then just hands you the ball. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm hitting, hitting. Oh, you're hitting? Yeah. Be like, put the ball in play. 
and then leaves. Like, I don't think he's the guy that's going to sit there and give you like a speech. It's like, I feel like Rossi would be like, you got this champ. Go get him, buddy. <laughs> I don't think Council's that kind of guy. I feel like he'd kind of like, I don't think he'd be like, just like so dull like that. But I feel like he'd be like more like, all right, I'm in the situation. Like, all right, man, you're up. Like, it's going to go to bat here. Like, yeah, like not, 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 not just like, a, all right, buddy, go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. See you. <laughs> But like Council's had he, good he, clubhouses. He he's hasn't a tweener. Any issues? He's a tweener. Like he's not like some like. He's not gonna be. I, I'm trying like a Bruce Bochy. Bro, bro is not like Kawhi Leonard. Like, like, hit the ball. Yeah, but he's not like a like a Ross and just be like, I'm your friend. I think that was also the biggest problem with Ross is he I wanted agree. to be everybody's friend. I feel like I feel like the, being in the middle is the perfect mix because like having a coach that's an absolute just rock sucks yeah yeah like you want to be personable with your coach but there's like a line where it's almost weird yeah like no, you're supposed true. to be leading the team it's like bro like at the end of the day like you're the coach dude like come on like ross 100 percent had favorites oh easily like ian Happ. 100%. i was just gonna say that i, was just saying, I mean Happ. there's no way a guy could hit that poorly for such a long stretch it consistently hit third i know We've been we've been preaching. He should have hit. He should have let off. Like, I mean, lead, lead off or like hit sixth. I not like lead third. Off. I like him leading off just because he drew so many walks. That's I mean uh, yeah. That's and then true. and like have it like like corner second, because then boom like that's like such a good one two. This runners on first and third a good chunk of the time. Yeah, and then you got your then you got your guys coming up. You put like a little, little sprinkle sprinkle a little belly in there, you know. Well, I see this is like uh, we'll we'll talk about Bellinger now, but the Cubs, from what we've heard from literally every source the last four months, the Cubs are still the favorite for Cody Bellinger. Expect Cody Bellinger to be on. This is going to be. I swear to God, if this turns into a Chris Archer, uh, freaking Brian I Roberts, I, I don't think it will. But even Tyler Glass now was added to that. Same with Reese Hoskins. Yeah. Like Reese Hoskins one was worse because I was like, like Glasnow, like you knew there was other like, yeah, yeah, other like the Hoskins one. The fit was so. If if Hoskins was left-handed, I guarantee you he would be he would be a Cub right now. Yeah, or if Boris wasn't his agent. Also, dude, I'm starting to think owners and managers are starting to like face Boris out. I'm happy. I, I I've been saying him, bro. Launch him. He's gonna be the first man on Mars. Yeah, send him to the sun. <laughs> I'll be right back really quick. But uh, talk. Yeah, I want to talk about the lineup that I want to construct. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about Cody Bellinger right now. And just like his biggest impact on not only the lineup, but the whole team is you need to have a guy in your lineup that people are scared to pitch to in the eighth inning in a one-run game and the ninth inning in a one-run game. Right now, the way the Cubs are constructed, you're going to be lining up Hap, Swanson, and Suzuki. I'm sorry. Like, pitchers aren't going to be – like, there's not one of those three guys, unless Suzuki absolutely just goes bananas this year, where pitchers are are scared to throw to. Like, you need that, that menacing at-bat where teams are afraid to – you look at the lineup the next inning and you're like, oh shit, Cody Bellinger's coming up. That kind of sucks. They don't yeah. have that kind of guy. I feel like Belly isn't even like that. Like he's really good, don't get me wrong, but I would never be like like the opposing like prime belly, obviously. But like last year, I would never be like, oh my god, Belly's coming up. Like, dude, we're like we're screwed. Like 
obviously he's really good, but he's not like that. But on the flip side, like you look at the next inning, and if it was Ian Happ, Dansby Swanson, and Seiya Suzuki, you're like, that's probably in the let's say we're down one in the bottom of the ninth, and those are the three guys coming up. You're like, that's a one, two, three inning. Do you think of one, two, three with that? Yeah, after how Seiya played in the second stretch, like I, I, I'm I'm expecting a big year from him. Me too. But those guys aren't clutch. Like Bellinger always the like two outs runner on third. The guy in front of him just As, struck out. I, I'd agree. I, I could agree. They're not that clutch. Um, I'm gonna say Dansby, like I, I literally called the season. Um, I was like, he's gonna hit like two like 240 and like 20 bombs. And the whole reason this happens every time, getting acclimated to a new place. Yeah. Like the first year is always kind of like I mean, he don't get me wrong, he played really good, but just because, like, really, the, like, he was borderline elite offensively the first half of the year, and then, and then I think he got fired. Um, but de- defensively, he was elite, like, elite, elite. Yeah, R- the R- defense best defensive never takes a day best off. Defensive, uh, shortstop. But it, the problem is, this goes into Ross wanting to be everyone's best friend, and I don't think this will happen with Council. Dansby's a guy that wants to play every day, and I'm sure, especially in like September when he was hitting like 100. And just a negative offensively, and even that that kind of bled into defense just a little. Um, it, like the guy, people need a day off. You, it's it's yeah. very rare for someone to play a full hundred. Your body games. needs it exactly. Like, your mind needs it. Your body needs like just in general. Like like the mentality of I want to play every day is great, but I feel like Council is going to be that presence where he's he'll be able to say no. It's almost like when you're like. Doing so much homework every day, and, and then you're just like, dude, like I just need a break. I to just need a break. Yeah, and that it's literally what it's. That's what it is. It's like, I mean, your mind just needs it. Which I know he loves the game, but it's okay. Like he play, he's like a. I mean, this was. I think he got hurt at one point this year. Yeah, this is first year, and I think three years he didn't play, play more than 160 six. games. Yeah, which, um, I mean, he could play play him like a hundred, like forty five. I mean, he just needs like you, you don't need to play every day. You you can even like one fifty. You can give him. You can sprinkle in like I don't know, like two off day, like two to three off days a month. Yeah, the problem is like guys like with a morel. He'll like you can DH him if Swanson's playing. His value is going to be provided defensively. Defensively, I would never. Like, he's one of those guys where he'll he will never DH unless he's injured and you want the bat in the lineup. I don't, yeah, I agree. Eh, like, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of a world. Like, I guess you could plug Morel at like second if like he needed a day off and then just have Nico, Nico short, short and then you can kind of sprinkle. I feel like that could work because our lineup isn't good enough where it's like, okay, like, like, because Dancy's bat is obviously good enough to be a top nine hitter. Oh, easily. That, that's what I'm, I'm just saying. I feel like you could sprinkle that if you needed to. I still think they need two bats. Oh, I, I, I'm, I trust me. I agree. <laughs> like, like one of Bellinger or Chapman, preferably both. If you're gonna get one, preferably Bellinger. Because if I mean, I mean, with Chapman, like, I guess, like, I guess both positions they have. They have successors. Need. Well, they have successors like Shaw's at third, and, and then, then you have PCA in center. center. That's so. It's not the end of the world. I don't want to rush Shaw, though. I agree. I don't want to rush either of them. Yeah, I feel like PCA is like... PCA they, will probably be up by June. 
he's the he's ready like damn near like having a, having a full like just another off season and then I mean the whole thing is like every, every like um level he's been in is he always like started off slow and then he turns up. Yeah, Cubs fans freaking out over whatever it was, 15 at-bats. You're stupid. In the middle of a playoff race with higher expectations. I'm sorry, you just don't know ball. He's going to get a hit. He's going to hit a home run. He's going to be fine. Is he going to be a 330 hitter with 25 home runs? Most likely, no. Is he going to go 0 for infinity? No. I feel like... like in a in a real world, he could be hitting like around like two sixty two seventy, give you like twenty twenty five bombs and play some great defense. I think twenty five is a little high. No, dude, he has power. I know he has the pop. I think he totally can. I think I think you're underrating that aspect of his game, and that's really the, that's that is one thing that over this past year he's developed so much more. He has so much more pop. I, see, I want that to be true. I just want to set a realistic expectation. I don't like. I'm just saying. Like, I'm. There's a world. I mean, I, there's a world for everything. Like, I mean, people want him to come in and be Corbin Carroll. That's not happening. That's not happening. But uh, if I had to realistically set it, I'd say he hits 270 as an OPS. Uh, like this is his like a premier best year. OPS around 800. 15 to 20 homers. Like you're saying there's no way and you just like subtracted five homers. So I just don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying like 25 is like, pushing it. I just, and, his be- and you said his best year. I think he could totally get 25. If what I'm expecting for him this year, 250, 725 OPS, 10 home runs. I think that's. Well, how many ABs? Probably like 300. And I mean, yeah, but that's where I'm, that's where I'm saying. Like you're saying, this year, his rookie year, he plays about, I mean, about a full season, you get around like 600 abs, 700 abs. You're saying he gets 10, 20, and that's his rookie. That's, that's what. Fair. That's where I'm saying. Like I think you're kind of not appreciating his power. There's also a scenario where he hits 285 and has three home runs. Even so, in the minors last year, he had 20 bombs on 438 at bats, and you got you got to. Plug in. Well, no, I, no, I, I mean, like, I, I want like, PCA no, to no shit. home runs. Like, no shit. But, like, also, like, he's still 21. He is, his grown man strength's coming. That's just, like, how it I, is. I'm not going to lie. I did forget about that just because um, he's, like, ahead of schedule by two years. Like, you don't expect someone in AAA to be 21. That's that. I mean, even 21 is kind of, like, borderline high a kind of a double a player yeah um he turned so he turns 22 in march um i i feel like i didn't n- nobody expect him to be this good i mean like on uh baseball reference in iowa last year the age average age difference he's minus 5.3 years yeah well i was weird or, or like triple a sorry um, just because obviously it's all like the fringe guys, but so he had so he had 140 abs in AAA, slash 270 with a 350 obp and an 829 ops, and like he had an abysmal start. Yeah, he did. like his first like 30 at bats, like bro was in like 100, and this Which, is just this is crude math off the top of my head, but his his 
uh, home run, home run blah, blah, at bats for every one home run is about the same. What are you Man, saying? Through all the leagues? Through, um, I'm, I'm just talking about from double A to triple A. It's, had, it, it's like literally like, it's like maybe less by like one, but like, that's unfair. Like, oh, it's the same damn near. Like you can't be ex- like, why would it being exact is just not realistic. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, he really didn't drop off much. I mean, a little bit, but also, yeah, he, I mean, the he also is, had too. like uh, 150 more, like 160 more at bats uh, in double A. And as we said, he got acclimated. And then obviously if he's playing better, his stats will be better. Every 21 at bats in double A, he hit a home run. Every 23, it's like 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, nothing. Great. <laughs> no, that's the same. But that's why, like, I think you're kind of, you got to open your eyes a little bit here. I mean, yeah, power, you say. I know the power's there. I just, the thing is, I don't know if it will translate because big league pitchers, I've yet to see him consistently hit the ball out of the ballpark to the opposite field. Like I know he can pull the ball 450 feet, mm-hmm. but teams are going to pitch him away. Like, that's why I think he's going to lose a little bit of that power in the base. I mean, like, yeah, but I, I don't, I, I see no reason. He's such a, like, he's pretty polished where you can't just fix that up. I mean, just hit the ball down the line, then I don't give a fuck. I mean, it's like, a, yeah, like, we need 35 bombs. Like, if, I mean, if, like you're if saying, he wants to hit a double every time. It's off the wall. It'd be annoying, but I'm taking it. Annoying? What? I'd be annoying where every time he hits the ball in the air, it hits off the top of the wall and he just can't get it over. Oh, well, like, yeah, I feel like, I don't know if that's the right word. But Anno- annoying isn't the right word. I I know what you're trying to say, but I just feel like you're thinking of like 2022 PCA of like where you're like, yeah, I mean, he had oh, 16 tough. home runs in 2022. And yeah, I literally the damn near exact same at bats. And also this is in what league single A and. High okay. A and low A. Or, or yeah, I keep, I, I, I always have that habit of calling it single leg, but it's low A and high A. So, I mean, and like the jump from high A to double A is so huge. Yeah, it is. I mean, we saw it with Kevin Alcantara last year where he struggled a lot in double yeah. A and then he, he started turning on. Yeah, but that's like, I don't know. And that's just like with growing up, like, yeah, just kind of how it works. I mean, I feel like your body is kind of like fully like, peaked in power when you're probably like 24 25 or like where it's kind of like you're no longer just like getting that natural unless you like actually put in the work yeah i mean that's I'm not gonna like... lie though pca is not one of my untouchables oh no i feel like cade's really the only Cade. i think matt shaw is probably in that untouchable tier for me and then this is going to be a random one this is a extremely know, controversial take. I think I know what you're saying. Uh, I knew you <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> is in my untouchable tier. No, you just don't see a catcher that young hit that well and be able to play defense. That I way. almost like, I don't know. He just screams DH to me. He needs to lose about 45 points. Yeah, but he's going to lose. What, Tyler? <laughs> he doesn't realize I'm. <laughs> Good old Tyler. Yeah, but no, like, I, I mean, our farm is. Like there's, I don't know. You probably saw this on Twitter. There is every oh, there's 
the stupid report from some random Cardinals page that says, oh, the Cubs and Marlins are talking. Did you see that at all today? No. Around, I, I don't believe it, to be honest. But. Oh, what are they talking about? They, they, there's just the, 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 no one knows if the source is real or not, but the tweet was the Cubs and Marlins are exclusively talking on a trade. No one knows who's involved. If I had, if, if there was to, to be a trade, <laughs> what type of report is that? I, dude? It's so stupid. It's uh, let me pull it up. I talked to Tristan at, at 8 36. Nobody knows what they were talking about. He talked to him. It's so dumb. I'm going to find it. Yeah. If you can screen share it, cause I want to see it. Um, okay. So let's think here. Quit being a ding dong. Oh, that's too far. Okay, so this was the first one. I see. Uh, this was the first one. Oh boy! And then that was followed up by this. They're talking like they're dating. <laughs> I know it, it. It probably makes no sense. The only Wait, reason no, I wasn't done. Reading. Oh, you weren't done? No. My bad. The the okay. only reason that uh anyone's like actually talking about this is because this account got the Keenan Middleton signing like four hours before it happened. Okay, I mean, this is the, some of the goofiest thing, the goofiest shit I've ever seen. Cardinals I'm under the impression that Miami and Chicago are talking exclusively. For what and who, I don't know. Yeah, that's just like, a, it's got to be like a troll. I, I'm thinking it's a troll, but if you go back on this guy's account, like I said, he got the Middleton signing before anyone else. Hey, maybe he's talking about the White Sox. <laughs> Did he clarify? Well, in his initial post was, ooh, Cubs. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Um, Who would we even like grab? So it would probably be one of their pitchers. So it'd be, it'd be Luzardo or uh, Edward Edward Cabrera or reliever Tanner Scott. Give He's me give me Luzardo. The problem with getting Luzardo is our entire we like had the whole rotation be left handed. No, I wouldn't. Tanner Scott would be nice. The the um, hypothetical I... trade would be Canario plus somebody else for Tanner Scott. I'm cool with that. I'm not as high on Canario as everybody else. I'm high on Canario. Man, I hope I hope he is. Like I think he can be a Jorge Soler type player. Yeah, he's a better he's a better like basketball than him though. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he like he doesn't have Soler power. Soler no. he Soler's different. Soler 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 he hits the ball like one out of every ten swings, but when he hits the ball, it goes about five hundred feet. I mean, like, what are you like like expecting from him? If Mario like, can hit like 250, 30 home runs, that's an extremely valuable player. Well, yeah, I I just like don't think that's happening. I don't think I, I'm not expecting that this season. I'm te- no, that's I, I like his peak. Like if that if that happens, like I I'll suck your cock. <laughs> oh sweet. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like I don't think that's happening. But hey, I'd love to be wrong. I know, Please you just, do, like, man. 
doesn't move me like everybody else, like certain guys. Let me like pull up our system just so I have it like on standby. Do we want to talk about like what we project the Cubs to do? Um, I want to talk about what I'd construct their lineup because I wanted to say that. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You give me – I'm not just like positions. I'm not really – Hap, batting first. Nico, second. I, like, I say we get like we have Belly. I'm not adding Chapman. Uh, Belly, third. Seth, fourth. Dansby, fifth. Um, Morrell, six. Bush, seven. Or you could like flip or flop Bush and Morrell. Whatever you're, if you wanted like the lefty before you sprinkle it in, and then you have you have Madrigal and um, Amaya Gomes. I mean, you probably have Madrigal ninth, obviously, and then Amaya Gomes eighth. This type, this projected lineup is with no more moves. Well, Belly. You put Belly in. Yeah, I put him third. All right, I'm taking Belly out. Okay, and then that's well, that's when I think. PCA with like his damn near getting like you know, It'd be Talkman initially. Probably. I forgot about him. But I I think PCA would be on the major league roster. Yeah, that's the case. With, that, with the current roster right now, I, I'm gonna go Talkman one, Horner two, Bush three, Suzuki four, uh, Morrell five, Hap sixth. And then what do I have left? I have third, the catcher. I'm missing three, but I only think I. Did you put Morel in? Yeah, I put Morel fifth. He's the DH. Um, you put say. Oh, at first base. You, that was no, Bush. I put Bush in. Catcher third. Do you see Dan? I don't know. Restart. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah. I don't think I actually said Dansby. So, Talkman, Horner, Bush, Suzuki, Dansby, or I'm sorry, Morell, Dansby, Hap, uh, Gomes, Madrigal. Madrigal. See, I don't agree with putting Bush third because he's just, you can't put like a guy like that who is just so like, we don't, such an unknown. I'm not saying you can't get there, but. It's just at that point, like you're just gonna have to live with having a bunch of righties in a row. I mean, yeah, I guess at the bottom of the lineup, there's a bunch. I get Haps to switch here. That's like where Ellinger like... just makes so much sense. Yeah, you get the lefty bat, elite defensively. You're obviously a great hitter. I I think Bush is the perfect like seven guy because seven like the seven guys always like, he's got some pop, and like you don't know what's gonna happen. That's like with Morale. like oh, he's always a nice like seven. Yeah. And that's where, like, if you want to put Bush six, and then if you want to get, like, the righty-lefty more matched up because you don't want to have three righties in a row, I, I get that. But I feel like we're getting Belly or Chapman. Like, there's there's no way. No way. I, I mean, the only thing, like, like, the, like, the only way I don't see either of them being, one of them, at least, being on the Cubs is if, the Gi- I mean, the Giants have been itching to give out a huge contract. They okay. have reportedly signed over a bill or offered a over a billion dollars to three players the last t- two off seasons. It wouldn't surprise me if they said Matt Chapman here's 170 million for six years. Oh, I thought you were gonna. Yeah. Well. Okay. Then where does Belly go? And then now I'm gonna get into Belly. I think Belly could go to the Angels. 
just because what well hold on let me let me talk (laughs) what you know the ask boris wants 200 million dollars for bellinger no one really wants to give bellinger 200 million dollars rightfully so the angels owner Artie moreno is known for kind of taking over and kind of targeting someone that he wants they just lost their superstar otani it wouldn't surprise me if he wanted to replace him with uh bellinger and he kind of just goes in and says, all right, just pay him the $200 million. I mean, is Belly just playing corner outfield or like? Because you're, yeah, you're, not, you're not paying that much for a first baseman. No, I'm not going to lie. I, I could see Trout DHing more this year to keep him healthy. That's fair. But I just don't see that. Ha- I, I, I'm, I don't know. That's even... like the extreme scenario where yeah, they don't. I, I just think like no bias. Like We're getting one. And I think it will end up being Belly. And I think Chapman will be a. I thought you were about to say Belly's going to the Giants. I'm like, that just makes zero sense because they no, just signed the guy from KBO. Yeah, no, no. Um, I, the only problem is, let's say Chapman goes first and then Bellinger doesn't come back. I don't know where Jed pivots. You're cooked. <laughs> I, I, like, if you don't get... Randy Rosarena, you players, are a cub. <laughs> if you don't get one of those two, the offseason is complete failure. Yeah, like I can live with like getting Belly, Imanaga, Naris. I'd say, I mean, I wouldn't be like thrilled over the moon, but that's a solid offseason. Yeah, it's not like we we improved. You improved. And like, and like another, especially like with a team like this, like another year of your farm developing, like yeah. some, some guys are coming up. Some guys like from last year, like the youngins are, you know, get like they get better. That's just how baseball works. Any any sport works. Yeah, and then you get um council that you bring council in. And then you have council, and then you have Bush added as well. We yeah. Like without adding Bellinger or Chapman, I think this is an eighty one win team. Yeah, I could say I'm sitting right around there. Not a playoff team, I'd Mm-mm. You but, add one of those two, maybe get another arm and another like bench bed. I could see pushing ninety. I think. Okay, well, how many wins are we putting out? They get Belly Chapman, and they that's it because another arm is like ridiculous. But because there's they get all, Belly and Chapman, because there is a world where that happens too. Because I think like give give like Chap like a three year like eighty three or eighty five, and because that kind of bridges Shaw in, which I yeah. If I they like, get both. And they don't win ninety games. It's a disappointing season. You th- okay? I see. Yeah, I, that's if you have that, they're like definitely a favorite to win the division. Oh, like I, I think eighty-eight wins the division. I'm saying like I'd put them at like about like minus like one eighty minus two hundred to win the division. If yeah. that is what it is, I think I, eighty-eight. You win the division by at least two games. I least- think that should be the target number. Yeah, I could agree. Nobody like nobody's like blowing you away, unless some crazy shit happens. I mean, this but... is the opportunity. Like the Cubs had the opportunity. Like those three teams, the Cardinals, Cubs, and Reds are all kind of. You can put them one, two, three, and depending on my mood, I'd agree. Yeah. Um. It, it, just rotate them. And I feel like if you grab it this year, like they're winning the NL Central for a lot of years to come. Like, because yeah. I feel like. Because next, like the year after this, is when like all of our young guys, like a lot of them at least, are like that's there. when a lot of them are going to come up. The Reds have a good farm. The Cardinals' farm is terrible. 
Yeah, they're the one team in this division that are like they just like all the like the the um, the young talent in this division is nuts, and then and then there's the Cardinals. I I mean they have Mason I mean, they have jo- and, and they Jordan, like Jordan Walker, but I don't think Jordan Walker's that good to be honest with you though. I think he'll turn it around. I mean, offensively, he'll be good offensively, but his, his he's a liability out there, and it's like he shouldn't be because he's athletic, but yeah. I mean, the the only team I feel like we're kind of overlooking the Pirates. I think the Pirates can win seventy five games and they're not be a winning. pain in they're, the ass. They're not even but, like I would never like having this is the like winning the division talk, and I'm not. I'm for not the Pirates to win seventy five games. Mitch Keller has to be elite. O'Neill Cruz has to come back and be elite. Brian just, Hayes has to finally hit to go along with his defense. O'Neill Cruz is not. Ryan Reynolds has to. What'd you say? I don't think O'Neill Cruz is good. I don't think so either. I think I, he got so much glaze like when he first came up because he's he like has the same problem Ellie De La Cruz has. I know it's kind of funny that they have the same. Like name. I think I think Ellie De La Cruz will be a good player, but I don't see him being like he like maybe he hit forty star. home runs, but I don't think there. I saw one comparison where he's like the next Acuna, no. and I'm like, no way. It's really hard. To he be, didn't have that bat to ball skill. Yeah, it, and also like say O'Neill Cruz has this problem, and Aaron Judge is good because his swing is so short and compact. You look at O'Neill Cruz and Ellie De La Cruz. It's funny that they have shared similar last names. It's almost like I just uh, said that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear you. <laughs> but they're both six six, and they have these super long swings. I mean, look at Ian Happ. Ian Happ's not a tall guy. And he has a long swing and any any high uh, yeah uh, elevated fastball up elevated fastball it's going right by him yeah I don't know even like no his like plate discipline's trash too Ellie De La Cruz O'Neill Cruz is actually okay with plate discipline I said Ellie De La Cruz I, I know I know oh uh, okay I'm just uh, just another point oh yeah I but agree I, you I mean you could get him with fastballs up you can get him with uh breaking balls down it's really just hey like you you make a mistake if you pitch. make a mistake he'll make you pay but he's not gonna like you're gonna make a good pitch he had a better swing that's very rare i mean depending on the situation you can probably pitch pitch around him and he will get himself out yeah i agree he's just super like like him and o'neill cruz are just like super like they're they're like fat like throw the ball super hard like they're big fast like crazy power they have the tools. It's just they don't. They haven't. I don't think they'll put them together. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, nobody like understands how important that that bat to ball is. Like just if like, you if you put Nico Horner and gave him that half of those tools, that's a goat <laughs> player. Yeah, if we're being real. Well, that's why Belly succeeded so much this year from the past because he just like kind of went away from that just like slugger i need he, to hit a home run every time he like his bat to ball his it was nuts his strike his two strike approach was it was it, actually like a really fun to watch where he just slapped it over the third baseman's head yeah like oh his strikeout rate was like really low really compared, low too compared to like this past couple years for him which obviously were bad but huge jump yeah but Let's do some predictions here on a couple players. I got so you can give me your batting average. Uh, give me an over under. 
like give you okay so all right I, i'll just go off uh fan graphs zips projections right. we'll start dansby swanson batting average over under 254 oh dude that's such a i think i think I mean, he'll hit like two projections are good I, i'm gonna go a little I'm going over because i like i'm a very big believer in like settling in into a place it's so rare a guy comes in and just absolutely rakes all right dansby swanson over under 22 home runs Again, like I just like, I don't even think I'm being a homer. I just think he's gonna go over. I think I got 25 from him. Oh, dude, that's kind of funny. I made a pun there. I said, I said, I'm, I'm not even a homer. <laughs> that was Never speak again. <laughs> <laughs> that was not intentional. <laughs> but uh, give me another one because I, I do think you like better here. I think Fangraphs is kind of. All right, Fangraphs is kind of doing Nico Horner dirty here because they have his OPS plus at 98, which means he's a below league average. That's hitter. what he was last year pretty sure he, he agreed I, I also think his ceiling's higher than last what's year, his what do they have his batting average batting at? average is at 276 like again I, I don't even like i think they're just they they actually like have been fangrass has really been like under projecting the cubs this year a lot they've been under projecting the cubs for a while well they, they love our farm <laughs> that that is true they love our our farm system but give me like a like a sale like what do they have say at Okay, Seiya actually, I've, I I don't think it's an over-projection, but I think it's actually pretty damn close. They have Seiya at an OPS plus of 124, batting average of 272, and then... Dude, I hate these lines. They're so good. The only thing I have, they, they kind of under Only 22. I could easily see a 27, 28 home run year. I don't. I, I, unless he really fixes that swing path. The problem is he hits the ball on the ground so much. Yeah. I, That's also the problem with Matt Chapman. Like, Matt Chapman's peripherals are so great. Like, looking at his baseball savant page, their yeah, average I was exit velocity, that. barrel percentage, and hard hit percentage are all in the 98, 98, 100th percentile. But his expected batting average is only 16. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Ground balls suck. Ground <laughs> balls are terrible. I, I, like preferably line drive like fly balls or you'd rather have ground balls of course interestingly right? enough they said his fielding value was only 59 i saw something on it and it was like he plays so much deeper than magical oh my good not not even deeper they they were initially they start at the same spot matt chapman takes one step and fires a dart across the diamond magical shuffle steps 15 feet and one hops the ball the first. He's really good. He was really good defensively this year. You can't even diss him. I'm not going to diss him, but that's. There were definitely plays where if it was a normal third baseman, the Cubs probably get an out versus Madrigal. Like, uh, I'm not going to. Madrigal was a positive defensively. Really surprised me. I, I mean, good. I'm going to use one of yours here. They don't ask how. They ask how many. I, dude, no, agreed. <laughs> I I just think like he was. I mean, you can't take that away from him. He don't like. You don't have to like like look like fluid. No, a hundred percent. And he played a really good third last year. It was just seeing that video was so funny. <laughs> no, I know. It was like, man, he's he's shuffling almost all the way to the pitcher's mouth to get the throw over, and Matt Chapman just flicks it over. Yeah, man, like it doesn't matter though, like in the grand scheme of things. All right, I got another one for you. Ian Hap batting average 251. Probably under. 
I agree. Two forty. Yeah, I was gonna say like, revive two forty. What do they have his bombs at? Twenty one. Probably under again. He doesn't do that like that anymore. Nineteen is my guess. Give him like sixteen. All right, this is gonna be the fun one. No. Michael Bush. All right. Uh, well, we got two fun ones. I'll do the other one. Batting average two forty eight. Mm. Go I'm, on. I'm going under. I'm going over. I I, think, I, I don't I know. Think, like, look, this is total homer bias. I think he's gonna absolutely explode and hit for like two seventy and about oh, maybe almost thirty home runs. Dude, I just like I did not like that trade at all. I didn't like the trade because I think uh, Jackson Ferris has number one upside. But Michael Bush twenty two home runs over under. That like that would be an over, but I don't think he's gonna hit two seventy. Like I I, I, I I think you give him to like two forty and like like twenty five bombs. See everyone who's comparing him to Mervis because they had similar minor league stats. If you look under the hood, Michael Bush is a much much better hitter than Mervis. Well, yeah, I I'd hope. All right, this is gonna be tough. You're either saying he's not going to develop as be- as much as we think, or he's going to explode, or he's going to go off. Christopher Morrell over under batting average two forty two. I think he'll hit two fifty. I got him at two sixty this year. What are his bombs at? I actually haven't looked at Morrell yet. Christopher Morrell twenty six. That's a good line. I'm going over. I think I think I don't think he'll hit thirty though. I think he will hit thirty. I hope. Okay, this is like uh, the only reason is because th- he, he he'll hit twenty six and three hundred eighty eight. I back. I was just gonna say that he's gonna have more consistent ABs this year. That's why I was gonna say over. Like also, he, I mean, he was totally carried by his first like eleven games where he had nine home yeah. runs. The only like thing is is like okay, you signed Belly and you want to sprinkle PCA. You're gonna have to fight between DHing Bush or Morrell. I, I I'm gonna agree with you. I, the thing the the big thing is if if they don't get Belly and they sign Chapman, then I, that line will, will be like I think he'll hit his. I think he get at thirty bombs easily. I I think they're gonna give him a chance to play third. I don't. I just if there was a year for him to do it was last year when Madrigal got hurt. I mean, look, I'd love Morrell, but his value is at its all time highest. You want to trade him? I think that might be best for both parties. Okay, like who do you trade him for is a question. That's what I'm asking you. Like, what like you want that big bat, I'm assuming, because he's his control he's a lot of control too. Yeah, I mean you it'd have to be like like I would 100% go uh Morel, Canario and PCA for Jose Ramirez and Emmanuel I knew you said J Ram. That's the only I mean I, it's the only position you really like need to like cuz I don't know made... I, I I honestly don't know if I'd trade Morel for Bobachet. Oh, I would. I mean you're asking I, I think I you're, probably, you're, you're, you're talking about Two guys that specialize in hitting, I'm easily taking Bichette at this plate, and and he's a better defender. Like I know Bichette's not some crazy defender, but I mean, he has to move to third though. 
Yeah, no, I think you could do it. I feel like if anything, I'd make it easier on him. I think I'd probably do it. It'd be harder for me to do it, though. But I, I just, like, I just I don't like, know. Don't what, agree like, with you. Star is would even be available. Yeah, like there's no. Oh, like, I, I got a good one for you. Would you trade Morel for like a Logan Gilbert? Ooh, I mean, he has so much control. Or ew. <laughs> that's or yeah. any one of those, like a Bryce Wu or, or Bryce Wu, Bryce Miller. Not, I, I would not, I would not do it for Miller. I would do, I would do it for Wu. What's his Woo. first name? Oh, Brian Wu. They both start with me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't stop. Do... <laughs> <laughs> Savage Wu. <laughs> Brian Wu's only 24, too. Nah, I'm taking him over Bryce Miller. Uh, that's where, would like, you do it for Logan Gilbert. Yes, I would. I think I he has so much control, dude. Lo- yeah, Logan Gilbert. I think he's he's like like three or four more years. I I want to say he's pre-arb still. I think you're right. I'll tell you right now. Like this season, he'd be pre-arb. Uh, he's not. He's not. Wouldn't be. He's arbitration eligible all the way through 2027. Yeah, so four years. Oh wait, hold on. Logan Gilbert right here earned Super Two status. Oh, uh, it's the same thing. He gets four years of arbitration instead of three. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> you, you got to do it at that point. And like, when is Morel under contract? He's got like probably, I think he has probably four years as well. Christopher. He will be a. Okay, let's see here. I think he's probably a 2027. Dude, oh my God. Ooh. He's a okay. 2028 guy. Okay, yeah. That's so he's five. Well, hold on. No, no, no. My, wait, no. Yeah, I'm tweaking. It'd be well, if you... No, be if, tw- wait. It's weird because on uh, sports spot yeah, track... They, they only, only have his R, R1. It says continue. he's pre-arb this year and next year. I don't think that's right, though. I, or it's to look somewhere else. Okay, this website sucks. Uh, whatever. Morale has at least four years, I think. Yeah, and so it's even there, and I just think Gilbert's a more valuable player. Or like at least like you know it like you know what you're getting out of Gilbert. You don't know what yeah, you're getting yeah. out of Morale. So I mean it, it's cr- like crazy too, because we were talking about Alonzo trade, but it just like doesn't make sense until you see what you have in Bush. Uh a Pete Alonzo trade? Yeah. That's just like I don't like that was huge. This off season, oh my goodness, that was probably like I think the only the problem on Alonzo trade is he's gonna want like two hundred fifty billion dollars when he's a free agent, and I'm one hundred percent not willing to pay Pete Alonzo two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, he's weird. I mean, his peak is oof, like two seventy. Like, give you forty. You're on mute. I'm back. Right. Oh, I saw your mouth move. I was like, what? Okay, well, I'll keep going. But, so, his... Let me look at his... Because his peak year, like... It, last year, he had more of a down year. Pete Alonzo. Alright, sorry, I'm back. Okay, so, yeah, in 20... 
in 22, he hit, he hit 271. Doesn't tell me his bombs. That's kind of annoying. Oh, I'm going to let you know right now. Pete Alonzo? In 22, had... Yeah, four, in 20, 40 bombs. 40 in 22, bombs. Pete Alonzo was actually going off. Yeah, 270, 40 bombs. That's what I'm saying. Like, And last year was a down year, which I think he got, we got really unlucky, though, too. But not not like two set like he he regressed not like he got that unlucky. I mean, in a down year, he still had forty six home runs, OPS of eight twenty one. Yeah, it's super valuable. It's just he's gonna be twenty. He's gonna be thirty when he hits free agency. Yeah, but I mean, he's a first baseman. They those guys those guys go for a while. Yeah, he's gonna be thirty. But he's going to want $250 million, and he's I, negative defensively. I think somebody will give him, like, five years, six years. And, and then mm, I don't – I don't know if i do it. I, five years to 20. The only way i do it, I mean, the Cubs would kind of be screwing themselves over for, like, way down the road is if, like, that's exactly what you need to be a full-on contender. That Like, that, like either we fear Pete Alonzo when we play him. I mean, Pete Alonso also owns us. Yeah, I know. I hate that guy. But if he's a cop, I also I hate Big Piggy Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, Honestly, he's one of my least favorite players in the league. I just really? don't like him. I don't. I don't, I, like I don't know why. It's like hate division rivals. I'm not even like. It's not even like that. That will be. But I mean, I feel like we got. I feel like we got what we needed today. I do too, but that was like, ran yeah. a little long. Hour thirteen, whatever. Nah, no, as long as it's in like an hour, an hour thirty, it's not even excessive. Yeah, it's when you go like, oh, like it's OD when you get to like one forty-five, and you're like, all right, bro, like, shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're rambling for too long. But all right, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys on Monday. Yeah, we'll be talking bears. bears uh, I have to find the article because I have a really interesting, uh. Thing to kind of show how lopsided the the trade for number one was. Oh yeah, okay, I got you. But all right, we'll talk about that on Monday. We'll see you yep. boys. Have a good one, girls.